Your plan is working perfectly. Being poked in the buns and laughed at was not in my plan. Not in the plan. It's podcast time. Your wild grabber friends will talk about bare Disneylands. And met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're here rating all the Adventure Time episodes from season one, episode one, all the way to the end. And the end looks like it's even further than what we thought. I know. Yeah, we just just read the news today that there's going to be some new episodes of Adventure Time coming to HBO Max. Yeah, it's so cool. I'm really, really excited. Yeah, me too. What's your most... (laughs) Tell me how excited you are. Like, what are you most excited for? I'm excited to see more Finn and Jake. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be really cool and... um... I just can't wait to see what they do. Yeah, I'm excited. So there's right now they're only planning four episodes, but they're four hour long episodes. Wow. Four one hour episodes, I mean. That's cool. Yeah, and they released the episode titles already. Really? Yep. I better get to my guessing. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you love Adventure Time and you want to check those out, yeah, do it. Yeah. 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 The only bummer is I'm sure not as many people have HBO Max as they do Cartoon Network. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a bummer for So it's for not as people. accessible. Yeah. Yeah. But we have HBO Max. Yes, we do. <laughs> I'm excited. Hopefully we have it then. We will. We will get it for that. Yeah. How was your day? My day was fabulous. I had a half day at work, and then I went down to, uh, I have my wonderful friend, uh, Ivana Crushew, visiting from Orlando, and my other bestie, Slaytoven, came last weekend, and we went to Vancouver, British Columbia, and then she left, and then... Crush has been staying here, and uh, yeah, she's. Uh, we went down to the Space Needle and walked around Pacific Science Center area, and um, really had a great time. It was wonderful. Yeah, it's been a jolly old time. Mm-hmm. How was your day? My day was all right. I had school today, but yeah. I got out earlier than expected, so yeah. that's pretty cool. I know, like you called me super early. I was like, "What? I hope he's okay." Yeah. You like how it sounded like the Ice King there? What? What? <laughs> Princess? Princesses? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So it's been a jolly good day. Yeah, it has been. It it, it has been. Later, we're gonna watch a movie called Goon, which I've never. Uh, I hadn't heard of until today, but it's one of Crush's favorite movies. So we're gonna we're gonna go do it. We did Im- we did invite her onto the episode to the podcast, but she politely declined. <laughs> respectfully declined our yeah. offer. And because I'm a good friend, it did not force her to do what she didn't want to do. <laughs> it would have been two <laughs> guests in a row who had never seen an episode of Adventure Time before. That's cool though. Yeah, getting a fresh perspective. Absolutely. Um, also, there was some um, confusion from the last last episode. I heard a rumor that it was broadcasted publicly that I like socks with sandals. I was wrong. I meant to say socks and Crocs. Okay, but no, I don't like socks and sandals. And I'm not anti-Croc, but I am not full of Croc. <laughs> <laughs> Matt strikes again. That's what you think. <laughs> All right, should we get to the episode? Let's do it. All right. Are you season- scared of it? No. No, I'm not scared of it. Me neither. Are you? No, don't even worry about it. Oh my goodness. This is what this is going to be. All right. Ep- season two, episode 11. The Chamber of Frozen Blades. Woo! Okay. Chamber of Frozen Blades has an IMDb rating of 7.8. It is 
overall episode number 37. Uh, it was directed by Larry Leachleiter, Patrick McHale, and Cole Sanchez. Written and storyboarded by Adam Mucho and Rebecca Shuga. Original air date, January 17th, 2011. Uh, from my research, we didn't see how many U.S. viewers. Ooh, lots of mystery behind the viewership of this season. Yep. What's going on here? I don't even know. So the title card shows Finn and Jake beating up the Ice King with, like, it's supposed to look like film grain, like a 60s or 70s kung fu movie. Mm-hmm. Which is appropriate since they are ninjas. That's right. So the episode starts with Finn surveying the Ice Kingdom through binoculars and Jake reading a ninja manual titled, Be a Ninja. After stating that there's been no change in six hours, Finn asks Flambeau if this tip is good. And Flambeau is a new character to us and he looks like a little flame, like flame princess but a little guy. And he also has, like, this New Jersey accent. Yeah, imagine if you've seen Howl's Moving Castle, something like Calcifer, who was a a, a little flame guy voiced by Billy Crystal. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Flambeau tells Finn he swears Ice King is planning to nab a princess that day. When Finn starts to get restless, Jake tells him to calm down and that a true ninja can sense the intentions of his enemies. I think this is pretty fitting because it seems like most boys of like Finn's age go through a ninja phase or yes. something like a ninja phase. Yeah, yeah. Did you go through a ninja phase? Yeah, I think I did because I was big into like the Mortal Kombat games because, you know, our ages, when I was about Finn's age, you know, the old Mortal Kombat games were really big. Yeah. So yeah, we used to play like Mortal Kombat outside fighting each other kind of stuff. Yeah, I get that. I had to be Scorpion. No, Sub-Zero. I was Sub-Zero. <laughs> Who was Scorpion? My friend Andrew. Oh. Yep. Did you win? Every time. So Flambeau laughs and tells Finn and Jake, ninjas are not real. No way, no how. So Finn responds by saying he and Jake are real ninjas. While demonstrating a ninja skill, Finn hears a noise coming from the Ice King's castle. He looks up to see the Ice King pack an overnight bag and leave his castle with Gunter. Do you pronounce his name Gunter or Gunter? Gunter. Okay. I've called him Gunter forever. That's okay. So Finn tells Jake the Ice King looks pleased with himself and Jake responds by saying he must have stolen a princess. Finn and Jake then decide they're going to sneak into the Ice King's castle and look for the princess. When they do, they can't find any princesses anywhere. Finn thinks that they've stepped into a trap and starts to freak out. But Jake says, well, the reason we can't find a princess is because the Ice King is actually gone stealing a princess right now. So they start to go look for proof. And um, this includes going around and looking at his computer. And they actually end up finding the Ice King's diary and reads, Dear Diary, and you better write me back this time. (laughs) Can you say that in the Ice King's voice? I can't quite do the Ice King's voice. Dear Diary. Oh, yes, that was it. Do it. Do it. Dear Diary. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> I think I'll pop up along the You better write me back this time. I like it. <laughs> Today I'm bringing home a special new cutie. Oh, and this is goodness. enough proof for, for them. And oh, So this is enough proof for them. And Finn decides to hide until the Ice King comes back so they can catch him. Finn and Jake jump into the Ice King's hamper. But after a short time, Jake complains that it reeks inside and leaves. There's like a, there's like old spaghetti in there. It's it's true yeah. bachelor pad stuff again. And he's like, uh, Jake's like, dude, my, my nose is a thousand times more sensitive than yours. This stinks. Yeah. So this angers Finn to throw a meatball from the hamper at Jake, but he misses it and hits the Ice King's hollow computer instead. So when Finn and Jake look at it, they find pictures the Ice King drew and start to play around until Finn accidentally knocks the computer into a thin sheet of ice revealing a secret ninja cave. 
And like Finn this whole time is like, Jake, stop, stop, stop. Don't read his diary. Don't look at his computer. We're violators. Like he was trying to be respectful of the Ice King space. But Jake's like, nah, it's good. Yeah. That's something we're seeing more of this season is like these guys not always being in the right. Yeah. And you know what? It was really interesting. So I was watching um, this episode again today and I was thinking about when we we watched Joker and the 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 new movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. And like it really gives a different perspective of the villain, right? Yeah. And how the villain is the hero the hero otherwise in the the classic telling of Batman. Right? And so and that Joker was really um not as villainous as we thought or that we've come to believe. And so I think about how these episodes really show some of the flaws of Finn and Jake and how like I don't know how they could be seen as almost villainous to the villain's eyes in some in yeah. some cases. Yeah, totally. Which is something that you see a lot of in that Joker movie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, started a tangent, but I I just think that's something that these last couple episode episodes have emphasized their flaws almost. Yeah, they have. So, meanwhile, so while Finn and Jake are tooling around in Ice King's castle, the Ice King is seen arriving at Rock Kingdom's hospital. So he's trying to cut in line, so he freezes several rock people in order to get up front. And he asks the doctor to treat his sick penguin. Back at the Ice Kingdom, however, Finn and Jake look around in the cave that they just found. Jake starts to play with things and says it's too late to leave no trace. Because Finn's like going, no trace, no trace, ninjas leave no trace. Finn finds a first edition Ice Ninja manual and starts to read it until Jake steals it away. So Finn suggests that since the Ice King is so into ninjas, that they must be kind of lame. So Jake says that they're still cool and start to destroy things with Ice Nunchaku that he summoned. Yeah, oh, that's right. So Jake says that, um, no, ninjas are cool. Ice King is lame for trying to hide his ninja skills. Yeah, yeah. So Finn asks Jake to show him how to do that, like the, the ice trick that he did. Meanwhile, back at the hospital, Ice King and Gunther are waiting on a doctor. He suggests that Gunther make, make more noise to get their, uh, get their attention. And the Ice King tells Gunther not to oversell it. Soon, Dr. Princess walks in and starts to diagnose Gunther. When Dr. Princess arrives, Ice King begs her to find out what's wrong with Gunther because he says he's all alone and without Gunther, he wouldn't know what to do because he's a widower. widower. And Dr. Princess says, oh no, you lost your wife? And he's like, oh, that's what that means? <laughs> so anyway, he, that leads him into a conversation with Dr. Princess about him and and uh, his needs. While he's talking, Gunter starts to expand, and the Ice King starts yelling at Gunter that Gunter is embarrassing him. He, like, blows up like a balloon. Yeah. So meanwhile, we flash back to the Ice King's cave where Finn and Jake are having a ninja duel, summoning different ice weapons. Finn and Jake further destroy Ice King's lair with their ninja techniques. Yes, straight up property damage right here. Straight up property damage. So while Finn and Jake are fighting, Jake makes clones of himself and Finn's like, that's one too many Jakes. It was really funny. There's three of them and there's like, that's one too many Jakes. (laughs) So Jake shoots an arrow of ice at Finn, but Finn catches it and shatters it, causing Jake to stare in awe. However, they are quickly interrupted by the Ice King returning home. So when Finn and Jake jump out to catch him with the princess, they're surprised to find that he doesn't have one. Dun, dun, dun. So the Ice King tells Finn and Jake that Gunter was actually pregnant and he was talking to the egg. Such it was such a cutie. It doesn't take the Ice King long to realize the destruction in his home and is furious with Finn and Jake. He calls them jerks, appropriately, and Finn wants to make it right. 
Ice King tells Finn to take his overnight bag to the cage. While Finn is doing so, he hears a noise in the bag, and Ice King tells him to put it down. So Finn unzips the bag to reveal that the Ice King has actually kidnapped Dr. Princess. So Ice King explains that Gunther's egg was the perfect distraction to abduct the princess. Finn, Jake, and the Ice King then engage in ninja combat. With the Ice King producing a nonsetsukan. I probably pronounced that wrong. And Finn and Jake produce... (laughs) And Finn and Jake produce a shuriken and nunchaku, respectively. I apologize for butchering all that. And this comes from a guy who loves ninja and kung fu movies. In the middle of the fight, Dr. Princess, who's now out of the bag, asks Gunther how the egg is doing, and it starts to hatch. When the egg hatches, a pink cat with a heart on its forehead comes out. The Ice King is pleased with it and is then kicked by Finn and Jake at the same time to end the episode. Wow. Yeah, this pink cat, Um, I don't remember if that comes back at any point. Interesting. I, I'm curious if it does. I'm also curious why this is uh, another thing. Oh, sorry. Let's let's get to our official thoughts first. So what do you think? I think I said earlier, just, you know, this is a, an episode that's showing the flaws. And yeah, the Ice King's up to his old business, but he wasn't initially going to steal a princess. That wasn't his initial plan. Yeah. Gunter was sick. And, and it's funny because everyone's like, Gunter's a she? And Ice King's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah totally. she good also oh yeah they mentioned at some point in the in the episode uh dr princess is not actually princess oh, yeah. her name is her name is princess yeah her surname is princess i didn't realize that there was a rock kingdom yeah me neither i didn't know that <laughs> that's cool yeah learned something new today and that's a rock fact and that's a rock fact but yeah i think this uh this episode i did like this episode um i thought i like the story layering i love the ninja stuff when they're like showing using magic to create weapons i just didn't like that they violated the ice king's space no matter what role he plays in their life yeah i do think that was kind of thrown in here as a lesson too like we're not supposed to think that they were in the right there yeah 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 yeah. and you can see that finn feels some guilt about it jake doesn't because he's a straight-up thief yep (laughs) he is red cowboy boots and all yep so what did you like? In this one, I liked, uh, actually, I, I liked all the stuff with uh, Gunter and the Ice King over at the the doctor's place. Like, that was my favorite stuff in the episode. The mm-hmm. Finn and Jake stuff, in this one, I thought it was okay. It, it just wasn't, like, the most memorable episode for me. Yeah, I think the ice weapons were cool, but it was sucky that they destroyed his house. Yeah. Totally the property destruction thing. But I have a question, like, why was there spaghetti sauce everywhere? Like, I know that he had spaghetti in the laundry bag, but why would he put, like, the whole spaghetti in there? Yeah. We- and why like... was there so much laundry? He wears the same thing every day. Ice King's nuts. There's an episode at some point that shows shows us what he sees on a daily basis. Yeah. It makes sense why his place looks like it does. Okay. I did like the side story of Gunter and the egg. Yeah, I me too. That was cute. Gunter, you're embarrassing me. There we go. Got that voice back. Also... They use the word Pregers in the episode. So Gunter is Pregers. And it was so cute. And Gunter like rubs the egg on his fa- on her face. Yeah, it's and normal. it's a baby kitten. And yeah. also, how does a penguin get Pregers with a baby kitten? I don't know, but it's great. It's so cute. <laughs> Why is there so much laundry? Yeah, I liked the... Uh... You liked also, because I saw here in your notes, uh, Jake mimicking the Ice King while reading the diary. Oh, yeah. He, like, yeah, turns great. into the Ice King and starts using his same voice. It was great. <laughs> yeah. And so, you remember, like, the the wizard episode where they're learning all these wizard skills yes. and then they never come back in another episode? Yes. They, they gain all these ice powers in this one, and ne- they never use them again. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Adventure time. You're killing me. This guy should be unstoppable at this point. Totally. Oh, my goodness. So, Matt, mm-hmm. where is the snail? 
So the snail on this one, or in this one, showed up on the ground when Finn puts on his sweater outside the Ice King's castle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Finn's saying yellow it. sweater. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Snail Watch 2019. Snail Watch. <laughs> All right. What was your favorite line? Ooh, my favorite line is, Ninjas ain't real for nothing, no how. Flambo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's yours? Um, I like it when he uses the exclamations, Ninja kick, ninja vanish. And then also, a true ninja passes no wind. <laughs> and then Jake farts in Finn's face. That was funny. It was cute. <laughs> I like it. All right. It's time for your impression of Ice King. Do-do-do, ninja. I love it. It's funny. I wrote that down, and I wrote it as I thought it sounded, and I can't remember how it actually sounded now, so I'm assuming that was it. Okay. Well, it looks good. You did a good job. Thank you. How about you? All right. This is Jake. (laughs) I can't do it. Finn, booty me. Your Jake voice. I can't. I can't do the voices like you. It sounds less like Marge now. Oh my gosh! I don't know what that sounded like, but I like it. It kind of reminds me of uh, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Booty me, Finn. Oh. oh my goodness. So you got some trivia on this one? Uh, yeah. One of the Ice King's ninja posters is called Deadly Pressure Points and shows a label diagram of a penguin's anatomy. Pretty scary because you know he's using that specifically on penguins yeah that's creepy freaky deaky yep what else so there are strong references to the popular anime slash manga naruto shippuden uh, i don't know what the references are because i've actually never watched naruto yeah they had posters of it up on the wall oh yeah yep oh mm-hmm. that's cool yeah in his um lair nice yeah, yeah cool. um if some of the listeners happen to be fans of naruto shippuden if you want to message us about what references we may have missed in this episode, send us a message. Yeah. I'd like to know. Got anything else for this one? Well, we know that uh, this ref- episode reveals that Gunther is a female based on the fact that she lays an egg and everyone like says she's a she. Um, but Ice King continues to refer to Gunther as him or he. Yeah, that's true. So I'm, I'm really curious that... Anyway, that's just interesting. That's that cool. is interesting because... Gunter seems to be referenced as, or seems to be played off as a male character in future episodes, too. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's like they just forgot. Yeah. So do you want to know what your prediction was for this episode's premise based on its title? Yes, I do. All right, so based on the title, Chamber Frozen Blades. So Ice King, while bored in the Ice Kingdom, decides to put together a tournament of skill and power, like Rollerball. Nice reference. He finds champions throughout the kingdom to compete for his affections. Alida! I like it. Yeah. That's fun. It wasn't that. That exciting. <laughs> but it's close. <laughs> it, it, you, you basically got the plots of two different episodes rolled into one. Really? So, yeah, I'm going to give that, uh, for creativity, it's an A. Okay. And as far as how close it was to the episode, well, it's close to some episodes, so I'm going to give it a C. Wow. You are so generous with your grading. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So do you want to guess what the, uh, our next episode's going to be based yes. on the title? Yes, I do. What is the title? Her Parents. Okay. So Jake is supposed to meet the uh, lady's parents, and he's worried that they're not going to like him. So much to Lady Chagrin, Finn agrees to take his place. Um, but because he's so young, it becomes clear that he is ill-suited for Lady, and her parents don't like him. Oh, interesting. Yes. I'm going to find out. <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts on this episode? 
I think this one's very okay. Yeah, it's not one of my favorites, but uh, yeah, didn't really have many issues with it. All right. Kind of lukewarm on it. What do you think? Um, You know, so like I said, I watched it a second time today, and I, I think I liked it more the first time. And then the second time, you know, I like all the ninja stuff. I just, I really have a hard time when Finn and Jake, who are supposed to be like the heroes and like the nice guys, are kind of mean, especially to Ice King, who also is mean. But like he, they totally antagonized Ice King this 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 episode, and it kind of is sucky that they did that. It, it does, or it does suck. But I I do feel like this is the beginning of some kind of like character arc that it's like one of the very first like seeds planted of they're planning on actually doing something with this arc. Yeah. In the future, because you do see more of this in the future. Okay. And um. More like relationship between the three of them. Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. And the dichotomy of that and so i think like in retrospect this is i guess kind of like a almost landmark episode as far as the relationship between the three of them goes hmm. okay but i don't know if that was planned at this point or not so yeah. that's just the way i'm looking at it now okay that's fair yeah that's cool where you come to learn where finn and jake come to learn the uh um 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 the error of their ways the, yes a very simple word that i just forgot <laughs> the error of their ways i hate it when that happens <laughs> me too okay Great insight. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to move on to the next one? I do. So, season two, episode 12, Her Parents. Her Parents. Has an IMDb rating of 7.7. Episode overall 38 in the series. Um, It was directed by Larry Leachlater, Patrick McHale, and Cole Sanchez. Written and storyboarded by Echo Casteria and Tom Herpich. Original air date, January 24th, 2011, and it had 2.18 U.S. Uh, 2.18 million U.S. viewers. Very cool. Yeah. Seems like one of the higher ones now. So the title card shows a portrait of Lady uh, Rainicorn as a baby with her parents. Aw. Aw. So Finn, Jake, and Bimo are eating eggs for breakfast when Jake gets a phone call. The Lady Rainicorn is worried about introducing Jace to her parents during lunch. So Jake decides to send a message by Prismgram... It's like a beam that shoots from his forehead. It's so cool. It looks painful. And asks Lady's parents if they want to come to the tree fort early. So Lady's parents send a message back immediately saying that they agree. And as Jake prepares to meet them, Finn asks them why Lady is worried about introducing them. Yeah, and Finn was like, hey, I want to, you know, maybe have them come a little early, get to know me. So then by the time that Lady gets here, it's not so awkward. And Jake tells Finn that it, that this whole, like, her being worried might have something to do with the Rainicorn Dog Wars. This sounds epic. Totally. It would be great to have a prequel of this. Yeah, I'd love to see it. He says that there are terrible wars between Rainicorns and dogs for territory in the ki- Crystal Dimension. Crystals have power. Crystals have power. Finn says that Leedy's parents are probably full of dog hatred from the war times. Since this is what Finn and Jake thought was true, Finn came up with a plan about how to make Jake look like a rainicorn. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. It's like they take the most complicated route that they could. So Finn paints classic Finn and Jake. Classic Finn and Jake. So Finn paints Jake with condiments like ketchup and mustard, and also paints the house's interior with rainbow jelly. So Jake forms into a rainicorn and realizes that their plan might fail. And as he panics, Lady's parents arrive right there. So he opens the door and sees that they're wearing universal translators so they can communicate in English. They're the same kind of translator that Lady was wearing in the... Uh, my two favorite people. Yeah, where Lady has the, the voice box and sounds like an old man. Yeah. So Ethel, rainicorn, screams, frightens Jake, 
but says that her daughter finally met a handsome Rainicorn, and Bob Rainicorn agrees, and Jake decides to let them in. So Bob Rainicorn is voiced by uh, somebody I'm a fan of, Henry Rollins. Yeah. From uh, the, the band Black Flag and Henry mm. Rollins' band. This guy's, uh, he's done like everything in entertainment. He's been an actor, musician, motivational speaker. That's cool. He used to have a cat named Henry Rollins. <laughs> True story. Um, I love that their names are Bob and Ethel. Yeah. They're so Bob like Ethel. great names. They are. Solid gold. Good voice performances from both of them. Like these two are phenomenal. Yeah, I totally agree. Lady's parents notice Finn and thinks that he's an odd looking goblin. <laughs> he's a goblin child. Um, Jake tells them that Finn is a human, making them believe that he is rich. They start playing Rainicorn games such as <gasps> Cabal of Oh, son of a gun. I was practicing this and I've lost it. Kamala Dablawaba. That is really impressive, Matthew. I'm like super impressed with you right now. Thank you. I don't think I'll be able to say it again. So they play Kamala Dablawaba. Jake has trouble pronouncing it too. With Jake, but Jake gets Finn's help to make him more like move and act like a rainicorn. Finn starts to get overworked and injured in all the games, making him super angry. Jake begs Finn for help and forgiveness. Ultimately, Finn ends up forgiving Jake. Despite being just a mess of a pulp of a, yeah. of a person He's a poor at this little point. guy. So they decide that it's time for lunch, and they say that they're ready to break out their picnic baskets. But Jake tells them that they're his guests and that he should provide the food. So Jake asks Finn to make lunch. So Finn agrees, and Jake tells Lady's parents that Finn is a little raw, but has good taste. <laughs> And he means in cooking. So Finn returns with the food, but Lady's parents try to eat him instead, saying that he has great taste, as in flavor. Yum. Jake then becomes furious, and he starts to grow bigger and tells them that he's a dog and to leave Finn alone. Lady's parents become happy and start singing. Jake then starts to be confused, but, seem, but then Lady Rainicorn comes in. She rushes in and explains that her parents are bananas for dogs because a dog saved her dad in the war. Lady's parents apologize to Finn for trying to eat him and eat soy people. Oh my gosh. It's Instead, so nasty. During lunch, Jake tries the food and tells Finn that it's delicious. The episode ends with Finn biting a piece of soy people and smiling. Yeah. Oh, soy people. Like, how would you describe that? It looks Blech. so disgusting. Blech. Blech. Gross. It's like, oh, it's like sweating. All right, Matt, first impressions. I love this episode. I think it's a lot of fun. I love ladies' parents. I love their voice acting and all the crap that uh, Jake puts Finn through in this one. This is yet another episode this season where uh, Finn has to endure a lot of pain because of uh, Jake. Yeah, dude. This is, I think, the third one. Yes. Like, Finn puts up with so much. It's like he's like the classic little brother, though. Mm-hmm. It's like straight up little brother. Yeah, what Stuff. do you think? I like this episode. Um, I do think that it's it's definitely one of those things. Uh, the message is just be yourself and not try to be something you're not. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. Like, I know you always want to make a good impression when you meet, like, someone's parents for the first time. And you got to trust your partner that things are going to be okay. Yeah. What was it like to meet my parents for the first time? Uh, you know, I was nervous at first, but we seemed to hit it off pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually it was ended up being a pretty nice experience. Yeah, that's first good. meeting. We ate seafood the first time we met your parents. Yeah, that sounds about right. Your mom got a mudslide. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My parents love their seafood. Yep. 
And my mom likes a good mudslide. Yes, she does. <laughs> I'm making it sound like she's a total lush. She's, she's not. not. <laughs> it's the only thing she drinks. Yep. Uh. So the one thing that was really cool in this episode was the animation. Like, you saw a lot of detail on things, and it was really kind of cool. Like the little dust particles in front of the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really yeah. colorful episode. Yeah, there's some episodes where you can just feel like they put like 110% of the effort into the animation uh, above other episodes, and this is one of them. Uh, yeah. Another one the season was that uh, To Cut a Woman's Hair. Yeah, that one was awesome. Yeah, some episodes just look great. Very cool. So what did you like? In this episode, I liked that. Um, I love the voice translators. I always think those are really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like how Finn was just a really good brother to Jake, even though like he ended up getting, like I don't know, he got the raw end of the deal Yeah. Uh, for that. But when they started to try and eat him, like Jake totally was like, screw this, man. And it just really was neat to watch him be like, instead of, because he kept like, Doing that thing where he's like, one more thing, one more thing. Just help me out this one more time. Yeah. I expected him to be like, it's going to be fine. I'll stop him before it gets too bad, right? But like, They could probably eat a leg and he'd be fine. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> yes, that's such a Jake thing to do. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as like he was actually in danger, Jake was like, uh, heck no. This is not happening. Yeah. Then he jumps, jumps into action mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. I think so, too. Is there anything you didn't like? Well, it's just that... that story of you know um someone trying to make a good impression and everything goes wrong and it's a story we've we've heard before yeah it's it's a very sitcom-y kind of thing like Mm -hmm. every sitcom has had that episode yes yeah absolutely what about you what did you like like i like i mentioned before i liked ladies parents like as characters i thought they were great and like all the hijinks with finn and jake in this one i thought was a lot of fun i like the the song that finn and jake are singing preparing for the parents to show up do you remember the song I can't remember. I just remember like certain lines from it, but I I don't know this song by heart like I do some other songs. Fail. I know. I dropped the ball. And this is an episode I've seen a hundred times too. Like this is, it's it's a good one. Get your life together. I know. Seriously. Oh. (laughs) There's not much I didn't like about this one. No, actually, I kind of like this one through and through. Cool. Did you like this better than um, the previous episode? Yeah, I kind of like this one more than the last few previous episodes i do too the last three episodes yeah to be honest yeah this is uh one of my favorites so far this season cool i just think it's a lot of fun yeah it was a good episode so matt yeah where was the snail <laughs> well the snail is on the table when ethel and bob talk with jake snail watch 2019 snail watch 2019 shazam so do you have a favorite line yeah of course i do so this is Finn talking to Jake. He says, let's go powder our noses. I need some homie help. <laughs> love it. I thought that was cute. I love how they call him homie again. Yeah. Comes love, up again. I love when he calls him homie. So cool. Uh, my favorite's going to be, Jake, please ask your goblin butler to stop insulting my heritage. <laughs> <laughs> goblin boy. And then also a second one. Soy people, is it cannibalism if it's soy? Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. The soy people thing was just so... <laughs> disturbing yes. even plays like, as Finn's going to take that bite of hu- of human flavored meat product it's playing like this kind of intense Ugh. industrial music Ugh. it was so gross is it cannibalism if it's soy no but the intention 
What if he gets the taste of human flesh? Is he going to be like Homer Simpson in that one oh, that Halloween one Horror really Nights? Awful Halloween uh, Treehouse of Horrors? Yes, where he eats himself. Ugh. That was just a testament to how good old Simpsons were compared to <laughs> new Simpsons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, this isn't even funny. This is just disturbing. That's absolutely true. But in this case, I think it was funny. Okay. Well. You want to okay. give me an impression of a character? Yeah, this is Finn. JJ Flip, what the zip? Awesome. Yep. Yeah, I always knew that line, but I never knew which which episode it was from. Yeah, now you know. Yeah. Okay, what's I yours? Know. So this is because of uh, Bob's line delivery. Thank you, Jake, for being interested in our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does he pause in the middle of it and then just like Rush yell the out end? the rest of the sentence? I don't even know. Maybe he has trats. Love it. After those two. After those two. <laughs> so you got some trivia for this one? <laughs> I have none. I don't. There's no trivia for this. <laughs> I'm sure there is trivia for it, but uh... you know what? <laughs> mystery. It's okay. It's good. Just sit on me. Yeah, we don't need trivia for this one. No, you don't need trivia. Not the episode's week. great. All right. What was my prediction last week, Matthew? So, based on the title, her parents, Jake is supposed to meet Lady's parents and is fearful they won't like him. Much to Lady's chagrin, Finn agrees to take his place, but because he's so young, it becomes clear that he is ill-suited for Lady. Dang. Yeah. Almost. So, Jake's supposed to meet Lady's parents, and he's fearful that they won't like him. That's true. Finn taking his place, I like that idea. I'm going to give that a B. I'm going to give that one a B. Yeah, dude, that is a solid B. For, yeah. like, accuracy, I totally agree with that. I'm giving it a B for both cases. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. B. B for bodylicious. Bodylicious. So. Hey. I love I love hearing what these uh <laughs> these letters are gonna mean. I know, right? So, do you want to guess what the next episode is gonna be based on the title? You know what, Matt? It is my life's duty to make these guesses for the episodes. So I am beholden to you. I am beholden to you. So the pods. Okay. So. Finn and Jake are adventuring, and they find a town where the town folk sleep in pods. And Finn and Jake are tired when they get to this town, so they decide to give it a try. And they find it very enjoyable. The only problem is, is that at night, when sleeping in the pods, the the pods become human-eating plants. And Finn and Jake learn that the plants are controlling the whole town, and the to- town folks are merely puppets. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Isn't that I a like good it. one? That's fun. Thank you. I thought it was really creative. So, Matt. Yeah. It's time for our segment. Fill the face. Fill the face. It's another fill face. Smile. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? We should, you know, I was going to say we should pre-record that in case we forget the lyrics, but you clearly have not. (laughs) Actually, I just made that up. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm impressed. All right. There is a fill face in this episode. Where is it? Finn makes a fill face. Right before he tells Jake his plan to make him a ranicorn. Awesome. I totally missed it. Yeah, you did. Ugh. I did not. You're awesome. You're good Thanks. at this. Appreciate it. You're good at this. Good at it. Good. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So, guess what? Yes. We have some... Listener feedback. Sorry. You stole my thunder. You're injury. That's a rewind. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. Yay! <laughs> so uh, we got an email from Noah Z saying, Hey, Matt and Amy, 
Can you make a bonus episode? Adventure Time Pilot 2008. That'll be awesome. If yes, then great. P.S. Matt, your name is the name of my uncle. Unky Matt. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so as far as that goes, our very first episode, we had kind of like a, a segment at the beginning getting into the pilot episode from 2008. But it's something that we, yeah, we totally... We totally could do that. Yeah, we, we for could sure. flush something more out of that and get a little more of like the behind the scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, we'd love to. So great, great suggestion. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we would love to do that like kind of between seasons, like maybe between like season two and three. Yeah, we'll check it out. Yeah, thanks for the email. And also, uh, thanks for the suggestion. For realsies. Feel free to write back anytime. So this week, we actually have some voicemails that we are going to play on the air for you from our super fan, Juniper. Juniper, this kid is awesome, by the way. Too legit to quit. Yeah. So we're going to play. So she sent us two voicemails, and we're going to play them both for you. This is the theme song for the Adventure Time miniseries, Stanks, about Marceline. Adventure time, come on, grab your friends. Going to many distant lands with Finn and Jake and Marceline. Princess Bubblegum, it's adventure time. Aw, that's awesome. Great singing, yeah. Juniper. And we got one more from her. Adventure time, come on, grab your friends. Going to many distant lands with Jake the dog and Finn the human. The fun will never end. It's adventure time. Woo! Great job, Juniper. Thank you, Juniper. This is awesome. And also, check out her blog, The World of Spy Kid. It's awesome. Yeah, she's a pretty cool kid. Very yeah. creative. Also, great singing voice. Shazam. I love that people have been sending in music. It's so cool. I love cool. that. Yeah, we love music, so it makes, makes us happy to hear our guests and uh, our people doing the doing the music, music stuff. Totes. All right, Matt. Uh, any last thoughts for this episode? It's... Fast moving. It's got good dialogue, fun new characters. It's a good time. For real. I agree. How about for you? I liked it. And that was good. I think it's a, a jolly good time. And uh, I can see it being, you know, one of our uh, higher upper episodes of the when we go at the end of the season to rank them. Yeah, I could totally see that too. Yeah. Totally. Totes. Okay. So, anything you want to plug? Not the moment, no. Okay. No. Other projects are being worked on. They're just kind of like trudging along slowly. Yeah. I mean, you are in the middle of your school quarter, so it does yeah. make sense. Kind of slower time for me. Yep. This podcast has been kind of like the, the main focus as far as like podcasts I'm actively working on. Yeah. So yeah. Just kind of working on this one for now. Cool. How That's about awesome. you? Nope. Nothing I want to plug. All right. Yeah. That was easy. All right. So you can check us out at ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com. You can email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook and Twitter with the handles ohmyglobpodcast. And uh, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever streaming service you use. Yeah. And if you go on to anchor.fm and find our podcast, you can leave us a voicemail. And we will play it on the air. Absolutely. All right. So I'm Amy. I'm Matt. Thank you for listening to Oh My Glob Podcast. We'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bark. <laughs> it sounds like a fart. <laughs> <laughs>